Thanks for joining our collective journey through Luke's Gospel. Here's today's reflection. In today's passage, the baby John is now fully grown, and he has grown into somewhat of a fiery personality, and he comes onto the scene proclaiming a baptism for repentance and forgiveness of sins. And repentance means to turn around, to change your mind, to to change your life. People in Israel at that time had actually been walking away from God for quite a while, and John comes onto the scene saying, guys, it's time to get right with God. And for John and in the Bible, repentance doesn't just mean feeling sorry for what you've done. Repentance means an actual change in your life behaviors. I mean, look at the things that John addresses. He goes straight for the jugular. He doesn't mince his words. He he tells people who have been extorting money from others to stop doing that. He tells people who have been unfair in their business dealings to, to, to be ethical in light of Jesus's arrival and the announcement of the kingdom. This is another thread we're going to see all throughout Luke's gospel, the thread of justice, the thread of the fact that the gospel isn't a merely spiritual salvation, but it has really practical social dimensions for how we live now in the world. More than any other gospel writer, Luke shows a preference for the poor and for the marginalized and for the outcasts of society. And he goes out of his way to say Jesus has a particular concern for these people, to call them to himself and that they are valued and important. People that the world would think are nobodies, but they are somebodies in the kingdom. They might not matter to the world, but they matter tremendously to God. One of the effects of following Jesus's teachings and actually taking what he says seriously is that we are formed to be a certain kind of people that lives differently from the world. I love how N.T. Wright puts it that John's call here to us is to repent of the small scale injustices which turn a society sour, that we would Repent of those small-scale injustices that turn a society sour. And the effect is, is that the church is to be an alternative society, a society where people don't exploit other people for their own gain, a society where people don't step on other people or slander other people to advance their own agenda, but where love is the ethic and where justice is carried out and peace and reconciliation are lived out. And that will make the church a radically attractive place because we'll live with a a radical generosity that's based in the generosity of God. We'll live out of a forgiveness that's based in God's forgiveness of us. And what's really cool is as Luke goes into his genealogy, and I hope you read it, I hope you persevered through reading through Luke's genealogy of Jesus, how he starts with Jesus and works his way back through the generations. And instead of stopping at Abraham, like Matthew does, Luke goes all the way back to Adam and even to God. And what Luke is saying here is that Jesus is a Messiah. He is a king and a savior, not just for Israel, but he is the king and savior for the entire world. That 
what happens in Jesus is going to benefit and bless all of humanity. It's this incredibly expansive scope to God's redemption and to the salvation that he's going to carry out in Jesus. For us today, as we want to follow Jesus, as we want to live in his kingdom and live out the values of his kingdom, here's a question I want you to think about. Imagine John was sitting with you, enjoying a coffee, and you were having a conversation with him, sort of like a a spiritual advisor. And he was being his usual fiery self. And you asked him, what must I do? What would he say to you? Is there any small-scale injustice that is part of your life that he might point out? Is there a large-scale injustice in your life that he might point out? Is there an obvious sin or something that has you trapped in its clutches that you need to repent of in order to follow Jesus wholeheartedly and with every part of you? Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I thank you that your kingdom is come and that your kingdom has radically profound and practical implications for our lives. Jesus, I ask that you would give us your spirit to soften us, to hear the gospel, and to allow your good news to to penetrate every part of our lives and of ourselves so that we might truly live life as an alternate society that radiates with your generous love, that radiates with your justice and with your compassion so that more people would be attracted to you and would come to know you. We pray this, Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen.